Freaks, it's Wednesday, September 20th, 2023. Coming up on the program today, one city unveils its AIDS butthole memorial. Plus, when you can't reach far enough to clean your dick, the only option left is circumcision. And taking baby shaking to a whole new drunken level. All coming up today. Hello? Hi there. Uh, This is Tim Henson. I'm with AT&T. I'm calling to let you know we changed your phone number today. What phone number? This one you're calling on? Yeah, yeah, this 3033 number. Uh, We were just monkeying around on the computer and uh, it got changed and transferred to a different customer. So, calling to let you know I'm sorry. And I've got your new phone number here if you want that. No, 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 no. You get it right back to 303. It has been that number for 35 fucking years. Ma'am, there's no reason to curse at me. This was an honest mistake. I didn't mean... No, you get it back. Ma'am. Our customers know this number. Okay, I I already transferred it to another customer. No, Um, you get it... No, I don't care. It's a... You get my number back. It's a guy, he was setting up a, a phone line for his teenage daughter... And I don't care. So there's going to be a, a, a teenage girl answer your old phone number from now on. And you and better get my number back to me or I'm suing AT&T. Ma'am, there's no way to do that. I've already given it to uh, her. No, no, you don't monkey around with phone numbers and get my number sent somewhere else, period. Okay, it was... This is a business phone number. It has been this business phone number for 35 years. You either fix it or I'm suing AT&T. I'm I'm very sorry, ma'am. It was just an honest mistake. I was just... No, it ain't an honest mistake. You can't give out a number that's already in use, dude. Oh, no, we can. It's, it's, uh... I, oh, I, no, you can't, because I will sue you. Okay, look, I didn't What's think... What's your name, dude? I, I didn't think I could either, but it turns out I What's actually can. What's your name? Can. My name is Tim Henson. Tim Henson. Yes. Tim, um, Tim H-E-N-S-O-N? Yep, that's me. You will be num- You will be notified by my lawyer. Oh, you don't have a lawyer. Don't don't act like you have a lawyer. Oh, Man. don't tell me that Berg is on call, dude. Yeah, that that name means nothing to me. It's the Distorted View Show with Tim Henson. I'm going to touch the feces and masturbate with it. Hi, Galileo2333. And I love the aftertaste of semen in my mouth. Christian now fears his flatulence. I'm a sucker for other people's pain. Get it together! Oh, that little scamp, Brad Carter. He's a little stinker. Always riling people up. Hey, freaks, Tim back here with you for the uh, Wednesday edition of DV. Have a fantastic program for you because I always bring the goods. You know that. I know that. Let's stop acting like I don't. I mean, seriously, let's cut the bullshit. I'm a pretty amazing podcaster. All right, listen, uh, confession time here. If you notice, I sound a little different. Specifically, if I speak with a Cindy Brady lisp or certain words come out wonky, there is a medical reason for that. What have I always told you? If I ever suffer a stroke, I will not stop doing the show. First of all, it's only fair. After years of featuring people, uh, you know, stroke victims, making fun of them, making money off their back, their illnesses, and not just stroke victims, people with stutters, mentally handicapped people, any affliction where you end up sounding weird. 
I truly believe at some point it's going to happen to me. I mean, karmically speaking, the odds are not in my favor. That being said, if you find stroke victims struggling to speak funny, you should find it hilarious that a podcaster, someone who makes their living speaking, has trouble forming words. I would not deprive you of that. No, no. I'll be right back in front of the mic as soon as I wake up from that stroke coma. The very first thing I'm going to say when I come to put a mic in front of my face, gotta record. You just wait. Uh, no, I did not have a stroke. I don't sound that bad, I hope. I'm uh, using these uh, Invisalign-like uh, teeth aligners <laughs> to fix up my jacked up mouth. And I don't want to say what brand or anything yet, or if I'm enjoying the experience or not, because they may become a sponsor. When I get that promo code to share with you, oh, I will, uh, I'll be talking this up nonstop. Or if for some reason they decide not to uh, advertise with DV, I'll have no trouble badmouthing the product. That's how it works. As a matter of fact, I'm going to write that in my follow-up email to these people. I will be relentless if you don't cut me a check, motherfuckers. I'm like that song by Meredith Brooks, bitch. I can be innocent and sweet, or I can be a bitch. Which Tim Henson do you want to get? Just back up that Brinks truck full of money and no one will get hurt. Time I start uh, shaking some of these companies down for cash. Anyway, apparently for the first couple of days, when you uh, pop these things in your head, your tongue doesn't know where to go or something. And so it's very easy to flip and start talking like this. Which, by the way, th th this feels natural. When I talk like this, when I actually say S's, oh, it's very unnatural. I don't like it one bit. It takes so much concentration and effort. Let's see if I can recite that classic tongue twister. Sally sells snatch shaving cream for a smooth snapper by the seashore. I'm getting pretty good talking with these things. Still, if I slip up, you know, if there's something really obvious that you find, please isolate that audio and send it to me. Let's all laugh at my misery together. Ting. All right, let's move on. I've got a bunch of great audio to share with you today. First up, turning our attention to the Discord Slapple Bags provided a link to a new TikTok. His name is Nicholas. I'm not really sure what his deal is. He's old. He's fat. He's disabled. My God, so far he's checking off a lot of my boxes. As far as I can tell by watching a few of his videos, at some point this guy got into an accident, became very immobile. His mobility issues may have also been caused by his weight. He rides around in a mobility scooter, but the real issue is uh, he can't reach down and clean his dick. So uh, he has to result to some extreme measures. I'm sorry. Extreme measures. I mean, guys, if you ever got so large that you not only can't see your penis, that's almost understandable. Having a gut that is uh, operating as a, a an awning for your penis, a penis covering, you know, so your dick doesn't get wet when it rains. That's almost practical having a big stomach like that. But uh, going beyond that, you can't even touch your penis with your hand. I don't know how this guy pees, let alone cleans his penis. Well, he can't clean his penis, which resulted in this. Depending on those circumstances at the moment, I can't clean it properly. You really want me to be brutally honest, I cannot clean my cock properly. Because I can't pull the foreskin back, so they've got to chop part of it off to make sure I can deal with it. 
Remember when TikTok was an app for 12-year-olds to record lip-syncing videos? Don't you kind of miss those days? Because this type of content 12-year-olds should not be exposed to. Although it would be funny to have a 12-year-old lip-sync to this video. Uh, I can't wash my cock! Uh, So it sounds like he might be able to reach part of his penis. He's just having trouble uh, pulling back the foreskin. Maybe there's some, like, motor issues he's having with his peanut or with his fingers he can't peel back the foreskin while you're reading that i went to actually oh yeah someone messaged him saying can we have urgent clarification on if you're being circumcised you said you were but nhs says they don't do it for adults that's the national health service or whatever and apparently the nhs will give you uh, a circumcision if it's medically necessary like this guy can't get to his foreskin so yeah they're gonna cut it off because of my bmi is above a certain amount expensive private hospital won't go near me all right he's talking about his bmi because he's so fat Private hospital won't help him. He has to go through uh, public services. So they have to do it on the NHS, but I won't be going under general anesthetic because I can't have operations. I have to. Ooh, he's in such bad shape, they won't put him under, right? Because he might die. So he's going to be awake for the circumcision. Because I can't have operations. I have to you know, be on the local. So I'm just going to, I don't know, get an MP3 player and stick it in the ear holes and listen to music while they snip away and do what they need to do. But they do do it adults on the circuit. Depends on the circumstances. Well, you can be sure that I will be following this guy. Hopefully we'll get some circumcision updates in the coming days. Let's move from cock content to butthole content. There's a controversy brewing in Palm Springs, California, where an AIDS memorial has been planned. When you think about who might be upset over an AIDS memorial, the usual suspects would be, you know, religious people, extreme right-wing assholes. That's not the case this time. Gay people, individuals who have HIV, They all seem to be coming out against this sculpture. Why? Well, for that, let's turn to the local news. There are concerns tonight about uh, being raised about an AIDS memorial planned for downtown Palm Springs. Right now, the sculpture is planned to look like this. These pictures you're seeing here. If you want to see this AIDS sculpture, AIDS memorial (laughs) sculpture, uh, look at the chapter artwork or featured image over there at distortedview.com. But I can easily describe it to you. It's a butthole. It's a, it's a butthole. One might call it a pause hole. In reality, it's a, a like a circular structure with a hole in the middle. It you know it's not supposed to be a butthole. You know, abstractly looking at it though, you can see why people are like, why is this an AIDS memorial? And John, it is a nine foot sculpture plan for a Palm Springs park. That's a big asshole. Meant to remember lives lost to HIV and AIDS, but the design doesn't resonate with everyone. In fact, some call it inappropriate. And the committee in charge says they are now listening. I think the real issue is if they build this thing, it's gonna get a lot of unwanted social media attention. You know, guys sticking their head in the hole or worse, their fist through the hole. Really perverted people might try to pull down their pants and fuck that hole. 
It's the proposed AIDS memorial sculpture, raising hundreds of thousands of dollars in the community and stirring up controversy over its shape. The round limestone statue <laughs> with concentric carved circles meant to represent the diverse community impacted by AIDS. On one side, it looks it looks puckered. It, it literally looks like a rectum. It's eye level opening signifying connection, reflection and hope. That's what I want people to get out of fucking my ass. Reflection and hope. I like to think my pooper could heal a nation. But it's not seen by everyone that way. Some saying it's too abstract. See, I'm thinking that it's not abstract enough. You look at that and you say to yourself, that's a rectum. That's an AIDS-infected rectum. It's really strained. And that's the last thing you want. That's how you give yourself hemorrhoids. You should never strain. I mean, it's this is almost like a piece of art looking for a purpose instead of the other way around. There's also the view that it too closely resembles other things. You hear it called the donut all the time. Um, you hear it called, the word can't say on camera, all the time. For some on social media <laughs> and beyond, the design resembles an inappropriate body part on the rear end. Oh, come on, just say it. The backside of the proposed memorial looks like um, a graphic depiction of the backside of human being. A really big backside. My doctor wants to dilate my asshole to the size of a fucking coconut. That's what Genko in the Discord said. It's a full scale of Roy Killer War's asshole the size of a coconut. Memorial is privately raising funding to put it up at a nine foot tall scale in the downtown park near the Maryland statue. It's expected price tag in the range of $500,000. That's some pricey ass. The concern? That it could become the butt of a joke. I can just visualize the whole slew of potential social media posts. That's exactly what I said, making yes! fun of something that is so important to our community. You yeah, people taking pictures with it, videos. to community members, the AIDS Memorial Task Force, writing it is incorporating feedback they've received oh. and working through the design revision process. See, it would have been better off if no one brought attention to this. Now they're going to go and change it and ruin it. And this is what Palm Springs needs, a nine-foot asshole. That's a tourist draw. Without that big aids butthole, what do you have? Bunch of old gays living in the desert. Who wants to go there? Not me. No, thank you. All right, let's move on. Efucked is back with a new worst of OnlyFans video. You know, uh, sometimes I shit on OnlyFans, but I, I think it's a good service. I don't like it for, you know, regular standard porn. I feel like you can get that elsewhere for free. But if you have a very unique specific fetish OnlyFans is great for niche porn as an example let's say you get off to the thought of killing yourself there's an OnlyFans account for that I want you to get out a rope she's I don't know if you could hear that it's a little hard to understand at first but she says uh, I want you to get a rope out basically I'm going to make a new and we're going to make a noose. So this OnlyFans not only has porn, but also incorporates some handicrafts. Out of this rope, you're going to end your pathetic, worthless existence. Finally end it all. Uh. <sighs> Strip naked. You're going to die naked and hard and horny. But before you do that, just make sure your credit card information is up to date. 
and you have recurring payments turned on. So I'll continue getting paid after you end your worthless life. It's time to end it. Oh, you know that it's right. Killing yourself, committing suicide, you know. Ending this pathetic existence stroke. And stroke, and stroke. The new way of killing yourself called stroker side. Your very last jerk. You were never meant to exist. I'm putting that on my gravestone. I was never meant to exist. Your eyes flutter shut. Your neck breaks. Your hand twitching against your cock. Your hand still held tightly against that cock. Dying, dying, dying for me. Hey, it's not just horny suicidal people that OnlyFans appeals to. Maybe you have a stretch mark fetish. So I am showing y'all my stretch marks on my sides. You can't really see the glory of them, but don't worry, you'll be seeing them at a better shot later on. This bitch is charging $30 a month to look at her stretch marks. Is this what it means when people say we're in late stage capitalism? I'm not going to play the whole thing here. Again, there are plenty of clips. Uh, check out efuck.com. I do want to play one more here for you, though. It features a cam whore holding up a piece of paper. Just a standard piece of paper. A piece of white A4 paper. Listen to how she's trying to make that sound sexy. I'm holding up an entire ream of 100 brightness HP printer paper. You like that? It's super bright. And it's compatible with all inkjet and laser jet printers. Oh, it's not gonna jam. It's not gonna jam. It's not gonna jam. Now, this is niche. I'm thinking about starting my own OnlyFans where I just seductively talk about office equipment and supplies. Hey, baby. I just got a new shipment of Sharpies in. Oh, they're permanent markers, and it's the variety pack featuring fine, ultra-fine, and, oh, God, chisel point markers. Oh, oh, yeah, it dries so quickly, and it resists fading in water. Oh, I don't know, someone out there is probably into it. So you're going to jerk off. You're now a little paper-loving whore. For a little paper whore. A little paper loving slut. See what I mean? If there's paper loving sluts out there, there's also got to be people who get off to three hole punches and whiteout. I have finally found my side hustle. Subscribe to my OF today. All right, let's move on. I've got a Daniel Larson update for you. Oh, no. <laughs> Things are not going well for poor Daniel. Everyone just fucks with him. Uh, most recently, Daniel was convinced that he was accepted into the University of Colorado, even though he didn't apply to enroll. I don't even know if the boy is a high school graduate. Apparently, though, the, the first headline is that Daniel has migrated from New York City to Colorado. This is really all the handiwork of the Phi Kappa Tau fraternity who befriended Daniel. 
told Daniel that uh, he could stay in their dorm, which is gross. I believe they're just allowing him to sleep on the floor. They also let Daniel know that he's been accepted into the university. It's unclear what uh, his major was supposed to be. Guess he's still undecided. I mean, this was all sprung on Daniel so quickly. I have a little bit of video here when Daniel was getting the uh, dorm tour. Just walks this in, bro. Yeah. Dude, he's famous. Man. All right, Daniel, this is my dorm. It's pretty sick. You can just walk right in. Oh, that's so, cool, like, man. Yeah, dude, it's pretty sick. You, you want to go check it out? Yeah, you can come. You can go in just a little bit. Just don't, like, sit down. Cause... You can't sit down on the floor? You can no. sit down on the floor. That's about it. <laughs> yeah. So, like... You would sleep maybe like under the bed or like on the floor, you know? <laughs> you like it? There are so many college kids just like standing around watching Daniel, laughing at him. Daniel's oblivious though. He's like, these are my new friends. These are my fans. Neon Genesis? Yeah. All right, Daniel. Um, like you might have a disease or some shit. So let's, like, yeah. let's go, let's go, let's go. Yeah, he's worried about you giving him fleas. Now, this is all pretty innocent fun until the boys convince Daniel that he's going to be able to perform the national anthem at a CU game. This is Daniel Larson, remember? So when things don't work out for him, he has a bit of a temper tantrum. Spoiler alert, the police are involved this time. Behind the stage access and everything for the, the game, right? I, I'm being told that I could be on the sidelines if I wanted to. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. I believe this is uh, a night before disaster strikes. They interview Daniel about, uh, you know, being famous. Do you, do you like being famous or? You know, I do. I do. Yeah. You know, it, it's, it's, it gets crazy at times, yeah. but then yeah. there's other times where it's, it's amazing. I meet yeah. amazing people. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Living on the streets, you meet amazing people. So like after you moved to Colorado, like did you go to school or like? I went to school in Colorado and mm -hmm. then, you know, I decided I was going to be a singer that led to homelessness. And don't forget everything that comes with homelessness, like worldwide fame. No money, but worldwide fame. That's pretty good. Real quick, before we move on with this saga, some people feel like, oh, the, you know, you should not be making fun of Daniel. You should not be leading him on, messing with his head. This is a very... um sad, disabled boy. He's got a mental illness. Well, apparently he doesn't, at least according to Daniel. I mean, at first he says he has a disability. Mm -hmm. Which disability? Just to spread awareness. Yeah. Um, I have... I, well, we thought it was we thought it was autism, mm -hmm. but because I'm so smart, and, humble brag, and the yeah. more I learn, I get better, right? Yeah. So we're thinking it was just past childhood trauma. I see. That's not even a real disability. You can't go around saying you have a disability when it's just past trauma. You could maybe get away with difficulty. I've got a learning difficulty. Ding dong, baby. Well, uh, in this next video, the big day has arrived. Daniel is supposed to sing the national anthem, but for some reason, he can't get on stage. Hey, so I'm supposed to be over there with Coach Prime, but his message he sent to me said I was supposed to be up there and get the VIP press. Why? Did you try? I tried, but they wouldn't let me through security. 
Who could have seen this coming? Ah, uh, damn. And then Coach Prime was messaging me this morning to be, and Deion Sanders both were messaging me to be down here at 5 a.m., 6. That's sweet. And unfortunately, I went to the wrong field. Ah, oh, damn. And so now that I'm down here, they're busy up there talking Just and can't get, get me through. Damn, they can't you. get me through security. <laughs> it's all fucked. As this progresses, Daniel gets more and more agitated. All right, next up, we've got... Hey! Come get me! He's yelling at the person talking. <laughs> Obviously can't hear him. <laughs> I'm so fucked, man! Come get me! Are they not letting you know? just sort of seems to be putting up with Daniel, not really considering him to be a real threat. At some point it changes, though, because again, he is arrested. Hey! I'm supposed to be up there! Hey! The security won't let me through! By the way, also in attendance was Dion Sanders. Apparently at one point uh, it was communicated with Daniel that Dion would have to come get him. So the security told, secu- security told me Dion Sanders has to come out and get me. Oh my god! Because I don't have no my pass. Way. You think he knows you? I'm sure he does. No, he does. I have his number. Oh hell yeah! Yeah, Daniel's besties with Dion. I think at one point, uh, Dion Sanders is up uh, speaking and makes eye contact with Daniel in the crowd, but acts like he doesn't know him. Oh my god, he's a bitch. I'm supposed to be with him. Hey! Get a fucking ramp up there! Dion Sanders is a bitch! You little bitch, Dion! What the fuck's going on? Unfortunately, I don't have the exact moment Daniel Larson was arrested, nor do I have the moments leading up to it. I can only assume that Daniel had a temper tantrum, and that's when security got involved. Since being arrested, he he went to jail and then eventually got released. He said, emergency. I was falsely arrested this past weekend. In another post, uh, he says, I'm banned from all of CU University, which is weird because, uh, you know, last week he was being honored. Going to sing the national anthem, got a free scholarship. He is still under the impression that he's a student. He says, I've also been trespassed from CU University, even though I'm a student. What the fuck? Also, I have two third-degree assault charges out of the university. It was a very big, you know, he was only there for a couple days. Got arrested. He's been banned from the university. Assault charges. You know, he made that weekend count. I do have some video here, but there's some uh, community posts that he, you know, wrote on uh, YouTube. Like, I had to sign a $2,500 PR bond. I'm out of money again. I hit two security guards. In the video he posted, he pretty much lies about the events that went down. You know, trying to make himself look better, I think. So, I was at the game, uh, CU game this past weekend. And I was supposed to be singing the national anthem. And uh, one of the one of my fans, um, or I should say haters from my fan base, called the security at the CU game on me, said I was creating a scene, um, which I wasn't. Well, <laughs> and it was just two security guards trying to use my fan base for their publicity. Because that's what security guards want. And it fame and fortune got to the point to where um, I told them I was a student. They told me to leave campus 
but since I had a college dorm. He doesn't have a college ID, mind you, right? No real proof that he's a student. The only thing he says he has is a dorm because some student said he could sleep on the floor. I can't leave campus. <laughs> I've got a dorm. If I want to go to my college dorm, right? So I tell them I have a college dorm and I'm a student. That's so funny that that's his proof. It's not even it's not even that he has a dorm. It's that he's saying he has a dorm. Anyone can say that. I'm a student. They told me that's a lie without verifying if that was true or not. And then all they did was they called uh, Boulder Sheriff and got me arrested. And now I'm banned from CU. Thus ending the Daniel Larson college arc. It was short but sweet. Can't wait to see where he pops up next. All right, there you go. That's a little Daniel Larson update. And with that, let's get into the crazy, bizarre twist of the fucked up news. If you enjoy Distorted View Daily, please consider supporting this nonsense. Become a member of the Sideshow. That's DB's member site where you gain full access to the entire archive of programs. More importantly, every week I do brand new exclusive shows just for paying freaks. Typically on Tuesday and Thursday, this week is no different. That means yesterday's episode was Sideshow exclusive. Sign up right now, grab that episode and tomorrow's Sideshow exclusive episode we have planned. Great time to sign up. Membership's very inexpensive, only $6.99 a month. Even less when you opt for a quarterly, semi-annual, yearly, or lifetime membership. All major credit cards and PayPal accepted. Wow, there are a lot of S's in the stuff I just said, and it was very difficult to get through that. I hope I did so without sounding like a complete mongoloid. Side so exclusive. Super3Sideshow.com. Even words that don't have a lot of S's, like exclusive. The first part is hard. Exclude, exclude, exclusive. The goddamn X's. I'm so sorry you have to put up with me today. Hopefully this gets better. For an even easier way to gain access to uh, Sideshow content, uh, if you happen to use Apple Podcasts or Spotify, you can sign up right in those apps. Uh, On your mobile phone, just a few taps, bing, bang, boom, you're in. The exclusive episodes will appear right alongside uh, the normal episodes in your feed. For more information on all of this, check out distortedview.com and superfreaksaja.com. One final way to help support the show, we've got a Patreon account, patreon.com slash distortedview. You can pledge as little as a dollar over there. Every little bit helps. If you pledge at least five, you get access to a special voicemail line where I will play your calls first. And yes, we've got some patrons calling in today. We'll get to those in just a few minutes, but first, the news. I'm so oh no, don't make me sing today. Sing with a lisp. I'm so enthused about the news. I'm sorry, a listener called in recently and said, Tim, he's not saying for time is what I could use to write more stories. He's saying more time is what I could use to write more stories, but I don't think it sounds like that. It sounds like four to me, not more. I'm going to keep singing at four. Four time is what I could use to write more stories. I'm so enthused about the new 
Well, yeah, I am. First story we have for you. This story comes from Scotland. A woman has been charged after a video of a taxi driver being racially abused by a passenger went viral. Of course, I have that video here. Wherever there's recorded racism, distorted view will be there. After the footage gained attention on social media on Tuesday, Police Scotland confirmed it was investigating and looking for those involved. The alleged hate crime took place in a city taxi. For once, it's not an Uber or Lyft. Uh, This happened at around 11.20 p.m. on Saturday, a spokesman for the force said. On Wednesday afternoon, officers said a 59-year-old woman had been charged in connection with the incident. Let's just see how bad this was and take a listen here. I fell asleep. You made up. So it's your word against mine. Okay. Well, it's you who told so me. So good luck to you, cunt. Okay. Because coppers know me better than you. Okay. Foreign cunt. Uh-huh. <laughs> You're a foreign fucking cunt. Oh. Okay. Oh, you bomber. Oh, right here. I don't know what she's saying there. Fallen cunt. Oh, foreign. Foreign cunt. Yeah, I listened to like 20 seconds of this and I was like, oh, it's not getting very racist. But I also couldn't understand why she kept saying fallen. Like maybe this was like a Scottish saying or like, you know, like a fallen angel type thing. Foreign fucking cunt. Oh, you're a foreign fucking cunt. Oh, okay. a bomber. Oh, right here. You shouldn't even fucking be in our country. You're not even Scottish. Uh-huh. Why do you go back to your foreign fucking cunting fucking land? Oh, okay. It's pretty obviously racist, isn't it? Uh-huh. Anything else you want to say about that? fucking parasite. That's what you are. Anything else you want to say? Yeah, let me out of here before I fucking set fire to your fucking well, car. I'm taking you to the police station. <laughs> oh, piss off, you cunt. Then the police just came to Well, good luck to you. It is weird because she she told this guy to let her out, right? But it, he, it, this goes on for another couple minutes. He continues driving. Fucking prisoner to me here. Yeah. You wouldn't let me out of the fucking car, so you prisonize me. I am taking I'll you say, to the police you station. You wouldn't let me out of the fucking car. Oh, he's driving her to the police station. <laughs> That's a good idea. I'm pissed off, you fucking cunt. So you fucking are. You fucking bastard. That's what you are. The rest of the video is pretty much the, the same. It's just more of her calling him a cunt. Imagine keeping me prisoner in the fucking car, you cunt. Anti-racism educational charity Show Racism the Red Card Scotland, what a name, uh, said the racist abuse suffered by the taxi driver was saddening, but not surprising. This type of everyday racism is happening right across the country, a spokesperson said. From taxi drivers to fast food workers, school kids to NHS staff, the racism that people have to suffer on a daily basis is horrendous. The dignity and decorum shown by the driver should be an example to us all. A police spokesman said officers have carried out inquiries into a video that has been circulating on social media of a hate crime incident which took place in a taxi on September 9th, 2023. A 59-year-old woman has been charged in connection with the incident. They went on to say any type of hate crime is completely unacceptable and this type of abuse will not be tolerated. So good luck to you, cunt. Because... Coppers know me better than you. Okay. Foreign cunt. Well, that line aged like milk. Bum, 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 bum. All right. Uh, second story we have for you today. 
I've got one here from our most fucked up state. Say it with me. Florida is the most fucked up state. You know, we're always checking in with Florida man. I thought it might be fun to check in with Florida woman. This story actually involves Florida women. The crazy will just feed off of one another. Two women were arrested for drunkenly tossing a baby back and forth. Apparently, they were playing cornhole with the toddler. The baby was the beanbag. Yeah, they were tossing the baby back and forth like a toy at a bar in Daytona Beach, which is just like such a great Florida line. Drunk women tossing babies. They're at a bar with their infant. Great place for a baby to be. It's just all very Florida. Sierra Newell, 20, and Brianna LaFoe, 19, were arrested. (laughs) They're not even old enough to drink. That's so great. They were arrested and charged with child abuse while the latter is facing an additional battery charge. The incident happened shortly after midnight on Thursday at Coyote Ugly Saloon on Seabreeze Boulevard. Police responded to reports of two women throwing a baby in the air, flipping him upside down, throwing him back and forth. They're like doing yo-yo tricks with the baby. Swing it over your head. See if you can make it go around the world. Yeah, they were flipping him upside down and throwing him back and forth from about four feet apart. That's quite a toss. Newell was on crutches at the, t- at the time of the incident and was allegedly threatening to hit bystanders. How dare you say I'm not a good mother? A witness who was recording the incident was approached by LaFoe, who tried to hit her. That's when LaFoe allegedly flipped the baby upside down and grabbed him by his ankles. She also approached the witness with Newell's crutch and attempted to strike her a second time. When police watched the video recorded by the witness, they saw Newell sitting on the ground while LaFoe was standing up, aggressively swinging the baby up and down. LaFoe allegedly held the baby upside down and shook him by his ankles over hard concrete. Shaking a baby is an act of violence, plain and simple as child abuse, and it's absolutely hilarious. Shaken baby syndrome is caused by violent shaking. I'm getting angry. I don't want to be angry. People get me angry here. You don't shake a baby. He just got into it and all of a sudden she said something just hit us. Bam! All upside his head. Just slap them. They can make you slap somebody. I'm really going to lose it and shake my baby today. And shake them around for your enjoyment, folks. Most experts believe that no one gets up in the morning planning to shake a baby. I understand you have trouble getting your mind around it. I do too, but it is a fact. Don't shake babies. Squeal like a pig. You think they'd learn. Yeah, I believe that was one of Corey's earliest mashups. A very important anti-shaken baby anthem. These ladies could learn a thing or two if they'd listen to it. Sean Knapp is a manager at Crazy John's Recreational Cannabis. (laughs) The story just keeps getting more and more Florida. Uh, A store next to where the incident happened. The store's security camera captured much of the incident. Knapp wasn't present at the time, but said he found the footage disturbing. It really breaks your heart to see a little one go through something like that. He told the local Fox affiliate that he's glad the situation didn't turn out much worse. He believes it would have had the bystanders not stepped in to help the child. That's what we need in all communities, right? We need people to watch out for each other 
no matter what the age. Police added that both Newell and LaFoe are under 21, but were drunk at the bar. The woman who was threatened by LaFoe was uninjured. The baby was transferred to a local hospital for medical treatment and has since been released. He suffered red marks on his back, and there was a mark on his x-ray that could indicate a broken arm. The redacted affidavit did not reveal who the baby belonged to, but Newell's mother was on the scene during the incident, and the Department of Children and Families is conducting a background check to see if she can take custody of the child. So there you go. I wish I could say we were done with Florida, but alas, Florida man is getting jealous. He doesn't like attention being given to anyone else. So yes, we've got one more from our most fucked up state. Say it with me. Our most fucked up state. This is like a a Florida story with a bit of the deep south peppered in, you know, like Alabama or something. A man from South Florida was arrested for allegedly setting fire to a car that belonged to his ex-girlfriend. All right, that's not quite DV worthy. If only there was like another aspect to this story. Oh, yes, uh, he's related to his girlfriend. How about that? (laughs) Now it's DV worthy. Ta-da! I wish it was his sister. It's only his cousin, but still, ew, right? Melvin Citron was charged with second-degree arson and third-degree grand theft and also, you know, fucking his cousin. But I guess that's legal, right? Is there there a law against having sex with your cousin? I'm sure not in Florida. It's got to be one of the states that kind of looks the other way when it comes to that sort of thing. Uh, Yeah, so yeah, he was uh, charged with second-degree arson and third-degree grand theft on Wednesday for the incident that happened all the way back in April of this year. Apparently, before midnight on April 29th, a home's ring doorbell camera captured an unknown man pouring what appeared to be gasoline on a car before igniting it. Officials were called to the 500 block of Northwest 120th Street in Miami, and the fire was extinguished. Police found a white four-door Jaguar. I bet you it wasn't white anymore. It was found heavily damaged by fire upon arrival. The inside of the car sustained heavy damage, and the roof was completely burned off. It's a convertible now. The trunk was also detached from the car, and there was a strong odor of what police believe was gasoline. The ring camera video shows a man, who was unidentified at the time, parking the car, then pouring something inside of it and on top of it and igniting it on fire. Fire officials rightly determined that the fire was intentional. Yeah, it's pretty obvious there. A partial VIN number was grabbed from the burn car's engine. That's when the police determined that the Jag was not reported stolen and is registered to the victim. The registered owner of the car had an emergency contact listed for Cintron, who lives a block away from where the car was set on fire. Cintron's driver's license photo matched the description of the man in the ring camera video. All of the pieces of the puzzle are coming together now. Police made contact with the victim on September 11th after months of trying. She probably didn't want anything to do with this, right? They're going to find out I was fucking my cousin. I mean, the bitch had a Jaguar. That's an expensive car. You'd think she would, you know, want the insurance money or whatever. But no, the embarrassment of fucking her cousin was too great. She actually said that she didn't have an opportunity to report the incident or contact police because she'd been living in fear of Cintron. By the way, how great is that last name? Cintron. Sounds like an Autobot. 
or more appropriately, an Incesticon. The victim said Cintron is her cousin and the two were in a dating relationship and lived together up until September 8th. She told police about what happened on April 28th. So she was still with him after he set her car on fire? At least four months, right? Anyway, she told the police about what happened on April 28th. She and Cintron got into an argument. He left her house. She went to sleep thinking that he left in his own car, but then realized he had taken hers. Cintron arrived at home and told her that he burned her car near his other residence. She said she provided a, a false statement to investigators at the time, saying her car caught on fire while she was driving home because Cintron was with her and made her put her phone on speaker anytime she spoke to investigators. She also noted that Cintron regularly carries a fully automatic firearm with a double drum high capacity magazine which I guess frightened her, rightly. Uh, the victim positively confirmed the man in the video setting fire to her car was her ex-boyfriend and cousin, Cintron. An arrest warrant was then issued. On September 13th, Cintron and his car was found in the 3600 block of Northwest 74th Street and was detained and taken into custody without incident. He was transported to the Turner Guilford Knight Correctional Center, where he remains on a $5,000 bond. He's scheduled to appear in court on October 13th. That, my friends, is what Florida Man is up to. I don't know. You know, it's a standard Florida Man shenanigans setting his cousin slash lover's car on fire. I think Florida women have him beat, though, today. Swinging that baby around tossing it about, using it as a weapon, beating women with crutches, underage drinking. I mean, that story had everything. Congratulations, Florida women. You did it. You did your state proud. All right, there you go. That, my friends, is your distorted news for Wednesday. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. All right, love to hear from you freaks, and there are many ways to contact the show. Show at distortedview.com. I'm all over social media at distortedview on Twitter and Instagram, facebook.com slash distortedview show. All right, let's check in with a few patrons here. Hey, Timmy Boo, it's Dr. Deviant. Hey, um, I was listening to the Friday show, and you were talking once again about the Meet Dad death pool, and I have a thought. What's going to happen to Mead when Daddy dies? Because Yeah, that's the real question. That's what we all should be speculating on. Is like, um, Mead can't take care of himself, right? I mean, he worked part-time at a Chick-fil-A. It's unclear if he still works there. Sometimes he begs for money on the internet. I think he has a GoFundMe account that has raised $10. He's made it clear that his dad doesn't have any money. And also, like... I don't know whose house it is, right? Like, I know it's Mead, Mead's dad's house, but I'm pretty sure they did some reverse mortgage bullshit. So when Mead's, you know, when the dad dies, I, I think Mead has to get out. Dad takes care of everything, probably owns the house outright, hopefully. Um, no, that's the thing. We learned he has a reverse mortgage on but, it. You know, Mead's not smart enough to figure out how to pay taxes or, you know, survive. No, I think he, he could figure out like the logistics of paying taxes, coming up with the money is a whole other issue. On his own. Do you think his uh, family is going to step up and help him out? Or do you think he's going to wind up destitute on the streets and singing sweet tea on the street corner for scraps? Yeah, I think, so, I think it's sure. closer to that scenario. Uh, we did learn some incredible stuff yesterday about Mead's family. 
You know, Mead usually talks very glowingly about his mom, his dearly departed mother, but apparently she had a mean streak in her. She was an alcoholic, incredibly jealous, and she like she got Mead's dad fired from a bunch of jobs because she would call and like uh, scream at the secretary, like, you're a whore! I know you're fucking my man! Like, it was total white trash bullshit. We also learned Mead has an autistic sister who lives in a group home, and then he has, like, two normal brain sisters and, of course, a brother. So who knows what's going to happen? There's a lot of family dynamics at play here. So when Mead, uh, when his dad finally does die, who knows, you know, where where Mead is going to go. Might have to live with one of the siblings, right? Hey, Tim, this is Hobo Lobo calling up with a guest for the Mead Dad Death Pool. Oh, okay. A bit of an unconventional guest because I'm not looking for a target date, but rather a target weight. Oh, (laughs) that's a great idea. We should start a second pool. How much is Mead going to weigh when his dad dies? (laughs) Oh, let's not do that. I think uh, Mead has been doing his Wednesday weigh-in still. We last heard he was at... 298 Ooh. or 296 or something. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. I have that to look forward to later today. So mark my words, as soon as Mead does his Wednesday weigh-in and he's reached 250, 250 pounds, that's going to be the same vlog mm. chat where we get the unfortunate news broken to us. Well, it sounds to me that Mead's dad is never going to die then, because I don't think Mead's going to hit that weight. <laughs> what it do, Timmy Boo? I like to refer to my penis like a snub-nosed magnum. Okay. It's small but girthy, but it packs a punch. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you very much for that information. Thank you. Oh, I was talking about penises. Uh, the penis sizes of my listeners. Okay. Uh, so this guy has a very a small but girthy Jesus. penis. Little baby faggot calling in. I need to give you an update on the toilet brush, as you recall. Oh, no. I called in and asked you about toilet brushes. Um, I did end up going with the ones with what was called TPU instead of nylon bristles, so they're more like rubbery. Yes. Uh, still got the same amount of shit scrubbing. And one thing I've noticed is no matter how hard I scrub, and God, with the stuff I've ate recently, it's been a pretty hard scrub to get the shit off the toilet bowl. Uh, I noticed the bristles don't deform and like go flat like a nylon brush does. So I think they're superior. I don't know. Maybe you can get a little douche on that. I'm going to do some uh, searching for me. Okay. Uh, other than that, I don't know. Got a few things in the pipe I'm working on. Uh, I'll let you know when I got them ready. At any rate. So you're telling me that uh, I should su- uh, suggest to Lord Douche to look into TPU instead of nylon bristles. Okay. I'll see what he has to say about that. Uh, that is all the time we have on this edition of the show. I want you guys to email me. Show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail line for you. 206-666-4463. That's 206-666. Oh, God. Is it? Oh, God. Good luck to you. Spread the distortion. STD. Tell all your friends about the program. Don't forget to give us a five-star rating, a thumbs up, or like wherever you can rate and review podcasts. Tomorrow's episode is going to be Sideshow exclusive. If you want to hear it, you got to sign up. Otherwise, I'll see you back on Friday. Until then, have a great day. Bye, everybody. Yeah, look at that.
chew on that foreskin. Chew on your own foreskin. Yeah. This has been another excellent podcast from the Scrod Media Group. Learn more at scrod.net.